You ask the questions, we've got the answers. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to a special edition of the Laker Hand podcast. We are going to be doing a mailbag Q&A. Haven't done one of these in so long. And honestly, these are my favorite episodes to record. I asked you all to send me in some questions on my Instagram and my Twitter. You guys sent me in such awesome questions. So I'm going to try to get through as many of them as possible. I, of course, am Lakerhand. I am joined by a very, very fired up, excited, elated, my favorite co-host ever, the one, the only Laker Dad. Dad, back at it again with a, a mailbag Q&A. Haven't done one of these in a while. We got a lot of questions. Hannah, thanks for the introduction, by the way, and those kind words. And yes, I enjoy these mailbag Q&As, and I think it's going to be fun. So let's get started. All right, let's just hop right into these questions. The first one is from at Colt underscore Connolly six. And he wants to know who's our backup point guard going to be if Westbrook and LeBron are on the bench. So then I'm going to let you answer this, but first I'm just going to give you my opinion. I'm pretty sure you probably agree with me, but I'm going to say Kendrick Nunn. I mean, I know he's technically, you know, a, a combo guard, but he's going to be our backup point guard. We don't really have too many other options. We could potentially also see THT get some minutes at that backup uh, point guard spot as well. But I think for a majority of the time, it's really going to be Kendrick Nunn. I think you're correct, Hannah. Exactly right. I think Kendrick Nunn is the backup point guard. Uh, he is a bit of a combo guard, but I think he's primarily a point guard. And uh, I think uh, the dark horse is THT. You know, we'll see if he can steal some minutes there as well. You just never know. Yeah, I'm curious to see um, how THT is able to progress because I'm excited to continue to watch him. I think he's got a lot of promise. But as of right now, definitely uh, going to go to Kendrick Nunn. This next question is from at Lyric Money 23. Uh, he wants to know, who do you think we should sign next? Paul Millsap or maybe even Isaiah Thomas or a 3 and D wing? A lot of people have been asking me about Paul Millsap. And, you know, my answer is, is if this was Paul Millsap, you know, five years ago, then I would be all for it. But as of right now, he's just too old. He's not my first choice. And then Isaiah Thomas, you know, same thing. I know Isaiah Thomas, uh, you know, at one time was a great point guard, was a great player, but he is just too old at this point. He's had so many injuries. He had a hip injury that he just never really was able to come back from. So I don't think those two guys are definitely my first choice. I think we do need to focus on getting a 3 and D wing player. Um, a guy that I really like, though, is James Ennis. Uh, he's a guy that I think could be a great fit. And then another one as well. Harry Giles, you know, he's a center. He's, you know, a big guy. I think the Lakers could definitely also use another big. Right now, we're a very guard-heavy team. And I like Harry Giles because he's a little bit more of a project for us. And obviously, we have a lot of veteran players. We've got more of a veteran win-now team, but we don't have too many young players. And I think it's the perfect opportunity to kind of take a little bit of a risk with a younger guy, more of a project guy like Harry Giles, because I think he has so much potential and just hasn't really found that perfect fit with the team. He's only 23 years old, super young. But dad, what do you think about this? Who do you think the Lakers should go after? Do you like Paul Millsap, Isaiah Thomas, James Ennis? How are you feeling about Harry Giles? Anyone else you could think of? Hannah, it looks like you and I are going to agree on a lot tonight. Um, Paul Millsap is 36 years old. I'm sorry, just too old. If this was a few years ago, absolutely. Paul Millsap had a great NBA career. He was a great player, borderline all-star, uh, you know, and, and this wouldn't even be close if it was five years ago. But he's 36 years old, had a lot of injuries the last couple of years, so I'm going to say no on Paul Millsap. You know, Isaiah Thomas, it's not that Isaiah Thomas is too old. He's just too injured, you know. For whatever reason, uh, when he was having that great, great season uh, four or five years ago, whenever it was, 
you know, he hurt his hip towards the end of the year. He never, ever recovered from that. He's not the same player today. So, and we don't need another guard. We got, we're, we're guard heavy on this team. We need a three and D wing player, as you said. And, you know, most Laker fans seem to feel that James Ennis III is that guy. Now, is he a game changer? No, but he's a solid player. Uh, he's what they need. And Harry Giles, again, a big man. I think that's what they also need. And again, is he a game changer right now? No, but some people seem to feel he's got a lot of promise. Maybe around some veterans, he'll learn some things, learn how to play the game right. So I, I think those two choices are as good as any. I just don't think we need another guard. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And, you know, right now there aren't really any names out there who would be, you know, showstoppers and game changers for us anyway, but we don't necessarily need one at all. We're already such a deep team. It's already going to be such a struggle, I think, for uh, for Frank Vogel to try to find minutes for everybody. I think that's just going to be, you know, a crazy situation for him because we have just so many amazing, talented players on this roster going into this next season. But moving on, this next question, this is kind of the million-dollar question right now, Dad. It is from at punk5786, but I was also asked this a ton. Um, it says, who starts along with the big three? All right, a lot of this goes to Anthony Davis. Is AD going to be starting at the center for us, or is he going to be our power forward? I personally think AD is going to be starting as our power forward, and I think Marcus Gasol is going to be our starting center. Now, I think AD is going to play more minutes at that five for us, but I think to start in that starting five, we're going to see AD... LeBron, obviously Russell Westbrook, I think Marcus Saul, and then I don't know who necessarily our starting shooting guard is going to be. That's kind of the big question as well. Um, I could see it maybe going to to Kent Bazemore, maybe Malik Monk if we want to add a, a younger guy in there, but that's kind of the the biggest question mark in that starting lineup for me. Yeah, Hannah, uh, we all know uh, famously, a couple years ago when uh, Anthony Davis showed up, everybody just assumed he was going to play center for the Lakers and he'd be a great stretch five. Uh, the first thing he did was announce he didn't want to play center. And of course, as I've said on other podcasts, that kind of sealed Kyle Kuzma's fate with the team. Uh, but now when we got Russell Westbrook a couple weeks ago, the reports were that he and Westbrook and, and LeBron got together and they all talked about how they might be able to make some concessions and Anthony Davis said he was willing to play center. I agree with you. However, I don't think he's going to start at center. I think it's probably going to be Marcus All only because Marcus All can stretch the floor, and I think that's what they're going to want with uh, with Russell Westbrook, is guy who always attacks the paint. So um, you know, as for the shooting guard, I'm going to guess Kent Bazemore only because he's the best defender of the group, and Frank Vogel likes guys who play defense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Kent Bazemore is definitely uh, have a good spot to be that starting shooting guard for us. But it's going to be really kind of interesting to see because, again, we have so many kind of options there. But again, like I said, a lot of it comes down to Anthony Davis and what he decides to do if he decides to start for us at the five or the four. Uh, this next question actually kind of goes along with that. Um, it's from at J. Helmers. He wants to know, will Anthony Davis play more of the four or the five position this season? So, Dad, we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, I think AD is going to be playing more. I mean, if he was truthful to to Russell Westbrook, I think he's going to be playing more of that five. Um, I think he'll be playing especially more of that five as we get into the playoffs. Uh, we saw that work so well for us when we won the championship, uh, you know, a couple seasons ago. 
Yeah, Hannah, um, I agree with you. We said a moment ago we think he's going to start at the four. Will he play a few more minutes at the five this year? Maybe. A lot of it, of course, is the matchup. You know, when you're playing against guys like, uh, well, uh, uh, Jokic from Denver, you know, he's the best guy to compare it to. When you have him, you know, I'm not sure AD's the best guy necessarily on him. We saw Dwight Howard be very, very effective in the playoff a couple years ago. So, you know, there's not too many dominant centers in the league like that. And when you do, we might need, you know, another center in there. Uh, but I'd like to see AD play the five more. And the reason for that is because it opens up minutes for guys like Trevor Ariza and Carmelo Anthony and guys like that. Exactly. I completely agree with you. Uh, this next question is from at uh, LAL show. He wants to know, are the Lakers too small? This is an interesting question. You know, obviously right now we are such a guard-heavy team. I don't think we're too small at all necessarily, but I do think that we definitely need to add another big man. I think that, you know, we have only got a couple roster spots left. I think we do have to prioritize getting um, another big guy. Uh, I agree, Hannah. We talked a moment ago. I, I don't want another guard. Uh, I think a wing guy and a, and a big is what they need on this team. I wonder if they've used the Zubats. I wonder if the Clippers will give him back to us. You know, remember Magic Johnson just virtually gave him away to the Clippers. Like, I'm never going to forgive Magic for that. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I do think we need another big man. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I think a lot of Laker fans, we're all in agreement. Lakers got to go out. They got to get another big because we definitely are a very guard-heavy team, as we keep saying, you know, over and over again. Um, This next question, this is a fun one, kind of switch it up. It is from at Nader underscore Nation. How many triple-doubles do you think Russell Westbrook will get? I mean, Dad, Russell Westbrook pretty much always averages a triple-double, at least, you know, four to the, what is it, four out of the last five seasons. So, I think there's going to be a, quite a few. I think it's going to be interesting to see, kind of fun to watch him and then LeBron James, who's become quite the triple-double machine as well uh, the last couple seasons, kind of battle it out. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a ton. Yeah, it's hard to believe that uh, uh, Russell Westbrook at 6'3 averaged almost 12 rebounds a game last year. Uh, he, you know, he's a triple-double machine, as we said. I expect his stats to go down a little bit, only because he's going to be sharing the court with LeBron and AD, and of course they're very ball-dominant themselves. I do expect AD to be the leading scorer on the team, assuming he's healthy. He'd better be the leading scorer on the team. Uh, so, you know, I, again, I, I think Russell Westbrook's stats will be excellent this year. Is he going to average a triple-double? I'm going to guess no, but uh, that's only because we've got a, a wealth of uh, talent on this team. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's going to be interesting to see, though. That is so impressive, you know, for Russell Westbrook to be getting, you know, double-digit rebounds. Just goes to show how tough he is and how hard he plays every single night because that, that's just effort right there. So I love to see that. Uh, this next question is from at dsmooth210. He wants to know, what role will THT have with our squad and what is the ideal number of minutes you think he'll get? I think THT right now, he's just going to continue to grow and continue to develop. I think in terms of, you know, the number of minutes and what role he has with, you know, with this team moving forward, it's just going to be whatever, you know, he kind of proves. I don't think he's necessarily going to be getting a ton of minutes to start, but I think similar to last season, if he comes in and he, you know, makes the most of those minutes, then I think he definitely will be earning time. Hannah, I think there's going to be a lot of competition at the guard position this year. We've got, aside from Russell Westbrook, five other guards, all of whom are fairly equivalent. Other than, you know, they're, they're, they're talented guys, they can shoot. Uh, you know, I, I just, it's, it's hard to know who's going to get those minutes. They can't all get big minutes. THT is going to be in the mix, but he's going to have to perform. They're all going to have to perform. It's going to be a competitive situation, 
And, you know, the best man's going to come out on top and get those minutes. It could be THT, but I just don't know. Yeah, no, it definitely could be. We're just going to have to wait and see, but it's going to be interesting because, again, you know, we've got so many guys, so many guys that deserve to be playing. So it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a battle. But I think that just makes it even more exciting because I think everyone's going to be giving their 150% every single second throughout there on the floor. And that's what I want to see. So I love that. Um, next question we have is from at Defiant. Um, he asked, what will be the offensive identity for this year's team? Any assumptions on how the half-court offense will run when AD, LeBron, and Russ are on the floor together? Well, in terms of our offensive identity, I mean, I think it's it's pretty obvious, you know, we want to be able to knock down three-point shots at a very high range, you know. We went out this offseason in free agency and we addressed our biggest issue, which was our three-point shooting. We got a ton of guys who can knock down those threes consistently, a ton of guys who are just great shooters. So that's going to be, I mean, personally, our offensive identity in my eyes is just having Russell Westbrook, you know, run to the paint, kick it out for a three. You know, Hannah, um, I think the offensive identity is going to be a team that runs fast and and plays well in transition. I I think, you know, if you're going to have Russell Westbrook on your team, he's one of the fastest guys in the league, even, you know, at age 32, 33. Uh, He wants to push the pace. Now, I know historically LeBron James teams have not pushed the pace. They've been more of a half-court offense. I think the Lakers' half-court offense has really struggled the last couple of years, especially this past year. Uh, you know, they've always played better in transition. They just, this last year, they weren't successful in getting too many fast break points. At least that's what it seemed like. I think Russell Westbrook's going to change all of that. I think the Lakers are going to be a fast, exciting team. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, things are not going to be slow when you got Russell Westbrook in there. That's for sure. He's, you know, lightning fast. So definitely going to be speeding up our offense, which will be make for a much more exciting, enjoyable offensive rhythm, which is something that we just haven't seen. Like you said, Dad, the last, you know, couple seasons. Um, let's do a couple more questions. This next one. Um, let's do this one from at 2k dot Richard, who will lead the Lakers in scoring this season. Um, personally, I think it's going to be Anthony Davis. Um, I think the Lakers are going to be their best if AD kind of is able to take over and kind of be that leader for us in our number one score. But again, Russell Westbrook's a really prolific scorer. Um, you know, LeBron James always tends to lead lead this Lakers team. But I, I think it's going to be Anthony Davis. Hannah, it has to be Anthony Davis, okay? Anthony Davis has to average at least 28 points a game this year. You know, uh, if he doesn't, it means he's not healthy. And if he's not healthy, that means the team is going to suffer. It, it, you know, AD is, is the big scorer on this team. You know, uh, LeBron and uh, Russell Westbrook, I think, are going to try to be more playmakers. Um, and, uh, you know, Anthony Davis is the guy who's going to lead the team offensively. Yeah, definitely has to be Anthony Davis. I agree with you. Um, let's just do one more question here. This one is from, oh, perfect, from at M Laker Nation. The main question is, can the Lakers win number 18? So can this team win a championship? I personally think they can. You know, on paper, we've got a very talented team. We've got, you know, a lot of scores, a lot of shooters. We've got, you know, so many future Hall of Fame players on this roster. It's just absolutely incredible. We've obviously got, you know, a power team with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I think the biggest hurdle and the biggest question mark is, can we stay healthy? And I think if we're able to stay healthy, we definitely will have a very good chance at the title. Hannah, I think you were spot on with that answer. Uh, there's no reason, at least on paper, that the Lakers uh, can't compete for a title this year. But they've got to stay healthy. We saw this past year what happened when when Anthony Davis and LeBron James were not healthy. 
This team is now going to be built around the three of those guys. They've got to stay healthy. They've got to play, you know, a lot of games. They've got to be ready when the playoffs come around. That's going to be the deciding factor. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's what I think. We can do it. But, again, it's on paper. We have to see how the chemistry builds. This is a whole new team, Hannah, an entire new roster. That's a difficult thing to put together. You know, we're going to be playing teams like Denver and Utah. Those guys have all been together for a while. Even the Clippers have built some consistency now. You know, the Lakers, it's a revolving door every year. That's hard to build that chemistry. But, you know, we've got some solid veterans. If anybody can do it, I think LeBron James can probably put it together. Yeah, you know, obviously this is a very new team. So there is that kind of learning curve and getting the chemistry together. But, you know, we saw how the Lakers win a championship with a completely newly assembled team uh, just, you know, a couple seasons ago. So it's definitely possible. It's going to all come down to chemistry. It's going to all come down to health. But I think we're definitely in for a very, very exciting season. So I know you guys are just as excited as I am. I cannot wait for the season to start, uh, even though we are just in mid-August right now. But, you know, we're getting pretty close to training camp. It's not too far off. No, it's at the end of next month, Hannah. It's going to come pretty quickly. And, uh, Again, there's there's a lot of work to do, and as we've mentioned in prior podcasts, there's three three roster spots still to be filled, and it's really unclear right now who it's going to be. Lakers don't seem to be in any enormous rush to fill those positions. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, that's going to be exciting. They're going to make a decision at some point, and we'll see. Yeah, definitely going to you know bring in a few more new faces, so we're just going to kind of have to wait and see uh, who they end up going out and getting. But, Dad, I think that's going to be it for uh, today's show. Thank you all so much for sending in such great questions. I'm so sorry if I did not get to yours. I tried to answer as many as possible. But, you know, I love recording these, though, and I will definitely be doing another mailbag Q&A episode very soon. So if I did not get to your question today, I definitely will in a future episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to give me a follow on my Twitter. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik, and my Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye.